Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter Bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. The blast came from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 67 of The Usual Podcast, the podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me is my co-host, Will. What up? What up? We're only two episodes away from episode 69, dude! Uh, I thought you were going to say something about episode 70, because we're doing a patron drawing, and... That's what I'm to... Episode 70, dude! Yeah! My... Did we turn surfer all of a sudden? That's because we're daydreaming again. Anyway, welcome, and here we are enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What you drinking? Mm. Yes. I'm going to move on to mine. I am drinking uh, Lagunitas Hop Stupid Ale, one of my favorite IPAs. Um, earlier at lunch, I had, um, what I have? Oh, I said I had Ballast Points Big Eye IPA. You did have a Big Eye. I had two. Yeah, you did. <laughs> it was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, man, here we are, um, summer recording and we have had we've had lots of shows come out and it's been good i like it yeah it's uh nice where uh, we have a little bit more time to record yeah and daytime and catch up on stuff indeed oh daredevil don't get me started i'll talk about that later <laughs> all right so before we get started if you have comments or questions you can find us at the usual podcast.com email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com and we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I'm at Darth Pops on Twitter. Will is at I'm Will Griggs. iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play. Find us there. Like us. Give us a positive rating. We, we're looking for more of those, but that's fine. And, uh, you know, like us and share us on other social medias when possible. I hate we like you. that. I know. Uh, if you want to skip around a little bit, we have another timestamp in the show notes. Uh, you can go straight to our Star Wars section or our uh, usual roundup, which uh, will be chock full of uh, San Diego Comic Con stuff. Yes, convention news. It's going to be exciting. And uh, so anyway, here we are, dude. Uh, Star Wars Yellow Republic time. Ready? No, we, we didn't do our things. So <laughs> <laughs> back to the other thing. So uh, a couple ways to support us on the show. We have Patreon.com, obviously. Uh, give us a buck or two an episode. We'll talk more about that towards the end. Um, and I have some really cool new things I want to bring to Patreon that I've been working on. And now that it's summer, I can do that. And if my co-host wouldn't stop making weird faces, I can get through this part a little easier. You like it when I feel myself up. Okay. You're gonna have to cut that. See, um, <laughs> or leave it and let everybody just think about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> All right. And so of course we have audibletrial.com slash usual podcast as well. And you can get a free audiobook on us. And I finished the first book of <laughs> Brandon Sanderson's way of Kings. It's the, um, stormlight archive series. And I realized sadly, which is why I'm only about an hour or so into the second book. I realized that he's only written the first two. <laughs> oh, aren't you a little upset about that? And so, although I have 48 hours 
um, of listening awesomeness for the second book, I've decided to catch up on some podcasts and stuff, which I'll talk more about later. And, but anyway, use our link either on our supporters page or audibletrial.com slash usual podcast and get a free audiobook. Yeah. I just, uh, yesterday actually, I just finished that, uh, 14th colony by Steve Barry. Nice. Uh, it was a really interesting book that involves the, uh, the fall of, uh, the Soviet empire during the cold war mm-hmm. and, uh, the, uh, annexation of Canada in it's really interesting. So, uh, I really enjoyed it. Looking forward to, uh, yeah. What's next? You don't know yet. Um, actually, I think I'm going to go to a Star Wars book, and I think I'm going to listen to Bloodline next. Yeah, it's good. I like it. All right. So, yeah, free book on us. Why not? Why wouldn't you? Seems weird. I know. It's free. Seems weird that you guys haven't, but I that's know, cool. right? I can see when you do. So, it'd be great if you did. Do you want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you. If you will only kneel. I can't wait till we get on YouTube. I wasn't even going to acknowledge it this time. (laughs) And you did it anyway. Yeah, I did. All right, let's start with community news. We actually have a a ton of stuff. We had a new game update. So we have, uh, you know, a good good chunk of stuff to get through. Um, So let's start with community. I I listened to TeenyCast. I'm a little behind, but I'm catching up. Routinecast episode 266 um, from last week. And what was uh, here cool- we are bragging about 67. They're 266. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> that's why we're noobs, bro. Yeah. And <laughs> we're freaking like Carillion Run had they, their 1 millionth yeah, download. Oh, look, whatever. And plus, the other thing is, Routinecast like has never, ever missed a week. Them and Escape Podcast, they were, they, they, every single week, pretty much the same day. They're insane. Look. I'm doing my best. <laughs> anyway, uh, so the the cool thing about that episode was that they um, they had Sakari on, and who we all yeah, passionately casual, yeah, who we all love and know. And he wrote that uh, that article about contest content locust, um, and it was kind of cool um, listening to him talk about it himself and where he was coming from writing it. Um, and then the guys have a little roundtable about it. So definitely check that out. I would, I mean, if you're not listening to Teeny Cast and you're listening to us, please let us know because that's amazing. I know, right? Um, also, the Extra Life of kickoff event happened. Yeah, that was fun. That was super fun. I'm just going to kind of roll that into our weekend game because that's really all I did this week. Um, we had a lot of fun. It was it was kind of cool to marathon again. Uh, you know, we sat down a little before 9 o'clock, ate some donuts. I had a couple of mimosas. And uh, we just kind of... Kind of gamed. It was great. We did. What was your uh, your Musco theme tune? Oh, mine was uh, Smurf Man Musco, <laughs> which was awesome. I made it because I couldn't avoid using a chiss. So I was like, how can I get a chiss in here? Right. So I made a chiss and he was a Smurf, um, which was pretty cool. He had white pants and no shirt. Nice. I made a I made a cyborg Musco and named him Muscotron. Nice. Nice. Yeah. No, it was fun. So that was the level as Musco. There was a speed race to level 12. Um, which was cool. There was a PvP event. What level were you on when the winner got to 12? Uh, like nine, maybe <laughs> eight or nine. I, I, was, I was on 11. I died a lot. <laughs> and it's because I was trying to catch up to my teammates who you went somewhere to completely different. And the other two, I couldn't catch up to. And I kept dying. Yeah. So. And they're the ones that won. <laughs> yeah. So I was trying to ride their coattails and failed. Anyway, it was super fun. Um, and then there was a dance party and, and some other stuff we did. Um, what did we do on Tatooine? Oh, the Orakeet thing we did. And we also yeah. did the Rishi um, 
uh, Datacron, which I hadn't done. Yeah, we did the Rishi Datacron, and we also did the uh, you. Well, you guys did the World Boss on yeah, Tatooine. and the World Boss on Tatooine. So it it was a really fun time. Um, prizes were handed out. We had a good time. It was cool. I actually cool. didn't die in the first round of the PvP. It was kind of badass. I know you. You actually yeah. you beat. Um, I almost won the second one too, but yeah, then I died. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were going up against a healer, so they just kept healing themselves. Yeah, that was stupid. Tank versus healer. Yeah, who's going to win that? Okay, so uh, what else did you do this week? Uh, well, the DVL event, uh, Dark versus Light event, just started yesterday mm-hmm. as we're recording this. And so I spent a lot for of- For early access. It's not out till tomorrow. Right. The, yeah. For early access. And so I um, I did that. Like I said, I was listening to the end of my- book and i had like another 10 hours left so i listened yeah. to that the, my book while i was playing because i was starting my new tune so i didn't have to listen to any of the dialogue might as well um so i'm up to level 22 um so i'm almost uh, at the heroic level already and Sweet. uh yeah i created a pure evil um <laughs> i love when you say that sith warrior nice um named You're- and actually it's named after a character from the book i was listening to her name's cassiopeia vit and she's a so Zab- you're really doing it all yeah, dark, huh? And she's a Zabrak, and uh, I mean she's so evil. I left the shot collar on Vet. Nice, yeah. I didn't even think about taking that off. Um, it's the first time I've left the shot collar on her. Good for you, buddy. Yeah. So, so you're you're really doing the dark versus light too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm doing the dark versus light, but I'm making my main character pure dark because um, I had never done dark side Jason either. So right, gotcha. Even though this isn't part of my Main legacy because I'm doing this on the the Bergeron, yeah, Bergeron Collie, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm doing it on that one. But what I figure is I'm going to level this one up as pure dark and do the dark side Jason. Then I'm just going to transfer it over to the other server. Yeah, why not? And so it'll add that into the into the uh, <laughs> yeah over there. Good plan, dude. Uh, anything else? Uh, I also opened up my very first hypercrate. Oh, good for you! And I got 34 grand chance cubes. That's a lot. And, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So I'm probably going to try selling those back to see what I can get. But uh, Yeah, sell them back now because there's some changes coming. Or maybe wait. Uh, I'll see what you think because there's some changes coming to cartel packs that we're going to talk about in a minute. All right. So uh, let's get straight to the news here because we have some stuff to cover. Uh, really quick, with the um, right before the update came out, uh, there was... <laughs> You know how sometimes they do those posts where it's kind of like in character or it's yeah. kind of role played? I don't know if you saw this, but it said, uh, uh, Ben Irving posted this. He said, Gus, T- uh, Gus Tuno, uh, carried out an overly elaborate con job to convince the galaxy that his recruitment missions would go live with chapter, um, 15, the Gemini Deception 4.6. But as with most of Gus's con jobs, this caper has failed spectacularly. Gus Tuno's re- recruitment mission has thus been delayed and will make an event. Ava- and will be made available in a future update. So does that mean there's no recruitment mission in 15? I'm guessing not. <laughs> I haven't, that's actually one thing I did not play yesterday. Yeah, no, I don't think there is. And um, and so somebody followed up and said, so what really happened? And they just there was some bug towards the end of the quest line that, that they couldn't get around in time. So right. that they didn't notice until a lot of people were trying to do it, is what they said. So, I mean, it is what it is. I was looking forward to Gus, but... Yeah, he'll be back. Well, they, they totally set it up with the uh, when we were we recruited Blizz because he was the Jedi man, right? And I, I just I love Gus though. <laughs> Gus is funny. Um, okay, so the next thing, Ben Irving as well. Um, this I thought was really interesting. Um, those of you that have listened to our last show, episode sixty six, um, we gave our opinions, and and actually we differed a little bit for once. Um, our opinions on the dark versus light event um, before it launched. Um, so. Obviously, we're not the only ones to do so. Plenty of forum posts. 
plenty of forum posts. So this is what happened. So Ben Irving came on. He said, there's a lot of forum posts and conversations happening around the Dark vs. Light event. We are paying attention and following uh, what all of you are saying. Our plan is to share our thoughts on the event during the live stream on Thursday, which as we're recording, this is tomorrow. So you will probably get this uh, a couple days later this episode a couple days later, and then we'll talk about it on the next show. But um, he said that doesn't mean uh, that changes are or aren't coming, but we'll talk through some of the main topics then and see you on Thursday. So one thing, although people will get upset about how much Bioware says, uh, Bioware Austin says ahead of time about stuff, once things start happening, they do usually address it, especially if it's something like this where they are usually very reactive to community yeah and and th- which is also why i like the producer live streams now is because they kind of sit there and say here's the problems that we've encountered since our last live stream and here's what we're doing about it you know and right. so i'm really eager to see what they say but unfortunately we had to record this today but we'll talk about it next week no problem then maintenance happened and seemed to go off okay. And we had some, I'm just going to buzz through the, uh, the patch notes really quick. It's super, super quick. Basically, we have chapter tw- uh, 15, the Gemini Deception. And as we know, leading a daring assault on one of Arkin's warships in a bid to seize control of the inter- entire Eternal Fleet, players subscribed on June 1st have immediate access to the new chapter and will be available for all our subscribers on June 30th. So as we're recording this, June 30th is tomorrow. So. Yes. Uh, the new event, Dark versus Light, is happening to celebrate Sortor's fifth anniversary, of course. Um, character perks. This kind of came in with most – these last few updates have been kind of throwing some random quality of life stuff at us. Right. I don't think I'll use these, but new character perks. Portable cargo hold, portable legacy cargo hold, and companion gift use time reduction. Um, that last one I will use. <laughs> okay, really quick. The portable cargo hold and portable legacy cargo hold. Mm-hmm. These are basically just like the – the field droid and the field it's like a male droid, yeah. Okay, that's awesome. It is awesome, but also it takes. Well, see, I don't have the problem that you have with load times, per se. Yeah. So because I just go to my stronghold when I need that. Yeah. Stuff. Anytime. So I I'm stuck on a loading screen for you know a minute or two each right. time, and like yeah, you know, it would be so much easier if I could just have. Yeah. No. See, this is perfect for you, um, yes. and it doesn't cost that much. I looked at the prices last night. It's a couple mil, um, you know, a million or two, depending on how you want to do it, um. Yeah, and I think the companion gift one is the one I would probably use because um, I do plan on kind of powering through and, and leveling up some other. Yeah, because it's what's so. like six seconds for each one that you give them, right? Or- yeah, so it'll reduce the timers on on that. So nice. it'll be pretty quick, I think. I don't know what I should have looked before we recorded to see. Yeah, how, if they how if they reduce the time where it's like when you're um, opening up all your decorations, or just click 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 click. Yeah, click, now that would be that would be awesome. Yeah, the relics of the Gree are back. Yeah, the Gree is I, back. I noticed that when I started my my Dark versus Light character. Um, that I got to the fleet and yeah. I noticed the, the, uh, the, the news, uh, thing up there. So, and here's what I'm thinking. Um, and actually I was talking to Elise earlier today on Twitter because we we're trying to figure out WOG this week. I realized it's 4th of July weekend. Um, Friday night is not great for me. She can't be there Friday. So we decided to do it on Saturday. Okay. Um, or skip it all together <laughs> because it's the holiday weekend. Right. And, but her suggestion was, and I think we should try for it. Um, if I can get on then, I'm hoping. Um, because I have my nieces, like I've been saying, right, it's yeah. been a crazy week, but, um, hopefully if we can get on and do that, uh, we were thinking about going back and doing Xeno Analyst. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, that was the very first one we ever ran. Yeah. So I think it'd be, uh, she was saying that would be a good idea. So I think we should do that. Oh, I dig your helmet, dude. Thanks. Otherwise you're hearing my music from my game in the background. Batting contract week, uh, starts on July 12th. So there we go. Um, so we talked about the new character perks. 
let's see what else. Oh, here it is right here. Actually, I'm logging in to see, but it says gift time reduction. Reduce the use of companion gifts by 20% per level up to 60%. And this perk is purchasable in the legacy UI. So up to 60%, which is pretty darn good. Yeah, that's going to be a really fast uh, turn because I think it's already maybe it's It's not that long as it is. No, so it'll drop it down to like three or four seconds. Indeed. Uh, let's see. So let me see if I can talk without saying um every two seconds. Organic Castle Quick Travel Point is now unlocked when players disco- discover its location. Um, and this is one of those ones where this is one of those ones where uh, you wish there was a travel point, right? This is on Alderaan. This? this is uh, Organa Organa Castle Quick Travel Point. Okay, yeah. Because it's one. Of the, it's like when you die, you get transported like forever away mm-hmm. and it's hard to get to and then the house all library quick travel point um uh is now unlocked when players discover that location so that's nice. good too and the outfit preview now correctly displays unified colors which is also good um there's some change to false emperor which are, are are minor and then we have items in economy the sniper's ambush visual effect now lines up property with a with a certain sniper rifle which is good and then there's some stuff to missions and npcs um, the big one though, honestly, is there's some minor ones in here. You can take a look. We have a link in the show notes. The last one, which is the last point, it says reduce the credit reward amount of all heroic missions. Really? And this kind of leads into my next piece of news. Well, really um, quick, before we get into this, yeah, go ahead. I do want to, to give a shout out to Joe, uh, who's one of our listeners who pointed out that last week I talked about how I had been doing some, um, some old um, work Aurora. on my trooper, right? And he, he said that actually you can solo the the Aurora Cannon now, and I did not know that. I remember they changed it, but I never went back because I always did Black Hole. <laughs> I never realized it, so um, I am thankful for that. Thanks mm-hmm. for letting me know. I'm going to go ahead and try to do that this week. Thanks, Joe. Thanks for listening. Um, all right, man. So we have um, the there was a follow up post to this. It was called a heroic payout nerf, and somebody was pretty upset, and they were basically saying. Uh, so Mer- Musco came out and he said, I wanted to pop into the thread and confirm that the heroic mission rewards were reduced. This wasn't intended to be a stealth change, but it was missed from the patch notes, uh, missed from the patch notes. And we apologize for that. We're working on getting it added to the notes soon. So I think it's been added since I, that was posted, but yeah, um, I'm hoping it's not a whole lot and I'm hoping it's still worth doing to get credits. Um, otherwise I don't really know why I would do heroics. Um, unless you're outside leveling. of outside of leveling for my other tunes, yeah. Uh, all right, so maximum uh, character slots per server. This was well, another one. Actually, the other reason to get it is for the uh, the gifts to trade in for your oh yeah alliance gifts too. Uh, oh yeah, of course. Okay, this is a good one. So they're starting to listen about about well. Uh, this had to do with remember we talked about last week. People saying, "Oh, I've got my forty slots max. How am I supposed to do oh, dark right, versus right, light?" Right, right? right. So. Me, I just went to a different server. I refuse. So Eric said, one of the, and this is the people who have like 40 maxed. Like, because if you wanted to, you could get another slot. You'd have to pay for it or something, right? So he said, one of the questions that came out of the Dark Light versus Light event announcement was the current maximum character per limits per server. There's some players who have all 40 slots filled and were concerned about participating in the event. He wanted to let us know that they're actively testing right now the possibility of increasing that maximum by 10. That would mean the subscriber uh, could have a server maximum of 50. So they're exploring a safe change to make sure there won't be any issues. Yeah, I'm like at 14 right now. Yeah, I think I have 12 or 13. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, 
Well, some people, some people do it. Yeah. Uh, so as a follow up to that, uh, as a follow up to that, they basically said, um, although they're still looking into it, it doesn't look like it's going to happen super quickly. So that was the, the, the follow up to that as of like yesterday, uh, today, actually, I think. Um, there were some known issues with these, this latest update. And a lot of it had to do with that Ginks companion, um, or Jinx, Ginks. Uh, so players who already acquired that, the Ginx Jinx companion will be unable to unlock the Bog Stalker companion if acquired. Okay. Um, so can you unlock the Bog Stalker one first and then unlock the Ginx? I don't know, but there is a workaround that they posted. Um, after that, uh, let's see. Let me open this because it said, Oh, they found a workaround for players who were stuck in the state where they couldn't complete chapter 15, but there is a spoiler. And since I haven't done it and you I haven't done it, so we're, we're going to skip that, but we do have a link in the show notes if you're in that state. So do that. Um, and this is a follow up to the bog stalker thing. The bog stalker handler, it says, I got the bog stalker handler license from the Gemini cartel packs, but when I right click on it, nothing happens. Um, but it's still bound. And there, the bog stalker license is currently not working if you have the Jinx companion already. Um, and so once, and this is Tate Watson says, once he gets the timing on a fix, he'll pass it on. So I think that's still ongoing as of the recording of this episode. You know, it, it amazes me with the amount of lines of code that have got to be involved with. That there's not more problems. That there's not more little <laughs> tiny things like this that, that just yeah contradict each other. It's pretty amazing, actually, especially after five years. Exactly. Um, okay, so here's the big one. And uh, this will be one of the last things we talk about here. <clears throat> there is okay. So with the Gemini packs, the new packs that came out, uh, the new hyper crates that came yeah, out. Yeah, I almost opening. wish I waited, but yeah. Well, and I'll I'll show you this. I'll talk about this and see if maybe you'll be okay with doing it when you did. So Saving made a few changes to how cartel packs work with the release of the Gemini pack. Um, and this is at Moscow saying, um, I wanted to share some of those changes. So the first thing is the grand chance cube and bronze item changes. So the main thing is that they, uh, they were hearing people saying, I don't want chance cubes. I want more bronze items. Okay. So for that reason, one of the things uh, you'll notice is that we have reintroduced bronze items back in the cartel pack. Although you can get amazing items out of the cubes, we took your feedback and made the following changes. So here we go. We have introduced multiple bronze items into the Gemini pack. Okay. Um, and the second thing is to allow for the addition above, the drop rate of the Grand Chance cubes have been greatly reduced. So you'll get less cubes but more bronze items. Yeah, because I got 34 cubes out of 40 packs, right? Yeah, I think is I got 32 40? out of my last hyper. Yeah, there's 40 packs in hyper. Right? 30. 30 or 35. I think it's 30 now. It's less because of... Yeah, it's 30. Okay. Then, yeah, I got 34 out of that. Um, Because sometimes you get two. Right. Yeah. Uh, So I don't know how the selling of those back is going to go or how that's going to – if they're going to be more rare, so they'll be more expensive. So you might want to hang on to them a little bit and just see how it plays out. But if you want to play the GTN, you make some money off that. Yeah, I'll probably wait like a week to see how it affects the GTN. I would, especially because you used actual cartel coins for that. Yeah. So you'll make ingrained credits, which would be good. Um, And so – there were some pricing changes and overall the packs went up <laughs> and I noticed this last night when I logged in, the, one of the things I did was go to the cartel market to see if there was a sale on stuff. And in fact, the Gemini hypercrate was actually on sale for 30%, but it was still more than, or about the same price as a, a regular hypercrate would have been. Right. Which I thought was kind of a lot. So basically they said, you may also notice that the hypercrates are more expensive than before. We added six more packs in each hypercrate with cod fee so that the price is reflective of that change. 
the price per pack in a hyper crate is actually lower than the pre-coffee numbers. So thanks for understanding and support. So basically they upped the price on us and the regular price is now. So pre-coffee was 300 coffee launch packs. They were 200 and the Gemini pack it's back to 300 and discounted, uh, to 250 right now, uh, for the launch of it. Okay, cool. And you get a pack, two pack items and additional item, um, including companion gifts, etc. So those are the changes. Any thoughts? Um, I'm okay with when I bought my hypercrate because I, don't think I could have afforded it if I'd waited. Yeah, I thought you would be. Um, plus, with the rare, with the Grand Champs cubes becoming rarer, um, I think it it'll it may be minimally, but I think it'll go up in price a little bit. Yeah, I think I have five or ten still sitting on one of my tunes from my hypercrate. I think I might sit on them for a while, just see what happens. Right, because right now they're selling between three, like three twenty five and four hundred. Yeah, um, thousand, so something like that. Um, there's also some issues with the dark versus light packs, um, buying on pickup items. Um, it's saying they're not uh, available in collections and Tate said the items should be unlocking collections like, like the blog states they're investigating the issue. So there's some, seems to be a problem there. Hopefully they'll get that fixed soon and updated to 4.6 game launch will not launch says update 4.2, uh, 4.4. Uh, this was the title of a different one. And so if you're having problems like this, please definitely go to CS about that. Cause that's a totally different issue. If it's saying you're two updates behind. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> that's a problem. Um, and as we stated before, the July producer live stream will be happening tomorrow. Sadly, um, we have to record today, but I'm hoping that they, I don't know. Do you have any predictions on what they might do? Dark light, dark versus light wise to kind of. I mean, we know what the community is saying. People are upset long-term. We talked about all that last week, so definitely check out episode 66 if you want to know what we thought about it. But um, we haven't heard from them yet, per se. We've heard, we've seen what the community thinks. but um, I really – because this isn't like a huge new story thing. It's just an event, mm. right? And it's only – it's it's basically it's their summer event This instead of summer tour like they had last year. Right. It's just a summer event. We're just – we're going to get through it. I'm personally enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna you know I like leveling new tunes, so I'll probably do I'll probably do the first tier or something, and eh, we'll see how it goes. I, like I said, I was hoping it was gonna be more something like the Gree or um something like that, where I can kind of go back. You know, there was an area, a new area to go to, or something like that. Not just doing old content again, but you know, uh, it is what it is. I, I'm always I always like leveling new tunes. I just now that I have all my tunes 65, it, it's fine. I was just working on that mercenary and was hoping to to do it then, but no big deal. Any other thoughts? Nope. <laughs> Dynamite dropping. Yeah, wow. Way to go, bro. Uh, let's get to the Star Wars section. Brosif? Pew, 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 pew. I was raised to do one thing. Pew. But I've got nothing to fight for. Pew, pew. Oh, my God. Nothing will stand in our way. What you started. Now you do know the point of a bumper is to transition, not to talk and pew pew through, correct? Yeah, I give you the first two seconds, and then throughout, come on. But it was a, it was a. Send your hate mail to at I am Will Griggs on Twitter pew. and tell him how you hate his pews mid bumper play. Release the pew. Mm. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so we have some news items at the top. Uh, do you want to take this first one? Did you hear uh, about this? I did. George Lucas, which had originally planned to do his museum in Chicago. And we talked about that, what, 
dozen, 20 episodes ago? Yeah, something like that. that. Um, he is not doing it in Chicago anymore, and it looks like he's bringing it back to California. Yeah, I think he's going to try. Um, it was that whole thing, and there was that controversy around it. People were like, why don't you do it where you live, and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, his wife's from there, right? And, right. and that kind of thing. And Chicago's awesome. Um, but, yeah, it just I guess it wasn't working out in Chicago. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you just couldn't get permits or whatever, so. Who knows? Um, well, I'm sure the article might say, but I don't really care at this point. <laughs> it's not going to Chicago, so why, why bother? Right. Um, so <laughs> I don't know if you saw this, but I think this is really interesting. I am all for this. Yeah. So the headline is, uh, fan petition asks Lucasfilm to name Star Wars, uh, first LGBT, uh, character after Orlando shooting victim, which, Good. Good on him. Do it. Yes. Um, so the petition is for a, an LGBT, um, character. Uh, well, victim of the shooting whose name was Drew. Right. And they want, uh, the petition is to get some variation of the word Drew, of the name Drew in the first LGBT character in Star Wars. Um, the interesting thing about this is we don't know anything about a planned LGBT character in Star Wars, right? As, as of right now, do we? No, but I think it's, you know, I'm I'm sure there's probably been one in the past. Well, and in the books, yeah, for sure. But you know, it's it's yeah, it's time to throw it in there. If they're gonna do it, this will be the first time in the films. As I was trying to remember a second ago, there was um, there there was a couple characters, at least one character I can remember from the new canon, um, that's gay, but I can't remember her name right now, and I don't want people yawning at me. Um, and what book it is, it's flying out of my head, but I'm gonna let it go. Um, but I think this would be a really, really good thing to do, not only in honor of, of the Orlando folks, but just, just in general. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's time to see it on the big screen, Star Wars. It's yep, Star Wars, for I God's agree. sake. People are hanging out with aliens and stuff. Why not? You know? I know, right? Um, so <laughs> I didn't open this. Neither did I. I didn't want to read it. So this is one of those moments, and we're just going to go with the headline, and we're just going to kind of gloss like we do sometimes. But it said, did Mark Hamill spoil his Star Wars future? So I guess Mark Hamill was at some event. Someone asked him a question, and he may have let something slip about his character going forward in the series. But I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to know what he said because I'm afraid, like, if it's true, then I'm going to find something out. That's I don't want yeah, to find out w- early. Yeah, I don't want to know at all. And it's really because Hamill, even though he does talk about stuff, he never spoils. He's really good about it because he understands fandom exactly. So uh, I'm hoping that maybe some you know Star Wars fans maybe they're just doing what they do and just kind of going farther than they should. Who knows? Um, okay. So what do we else do we have here? We have in films. So we have okay. So. Actually, I never read this article. It's still a funny article title. Okay, so did Ben Affleck turn down directing uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens? Did he? Um, I would say probably not. <laughs> I would say probably not as well. I mean, although he is a great director. I mean, I, I loved yeah. Gone Girl. I thought was really good, and I thought he did a great job with um, Argo. It was right. fantastic. So it says, in a sit-down with Bill Simmons... On his new HBO show, Any Given Wednesday, the question is asked if indeed, if he indeed turned turned down director's chair for Star Wars 7. And while he didn't answer it directly, it sure seems like there was some truth there. And so he basically says, I, well, I wouldn't be able to say it wouldn't be polite to talk about jobs you turned down, but I did have a lot of, um, I had a lot of offers. 
I would say he was probably not offered the directorship. But he was probably in discussions. Yeah, and and they had to. I mean, look, and at, around that time, it was when he did Argo and all that other stuff. So it would have been won an Oscar. Yeah, so it makes a lot of sense they would tap somebody, and he's a presence in geek culture and that kind of thing. Yeah, well, and not only that, but um. You know, it it wasn't a sure thing bringing in JJ from Mm-mm. Star Trek. Right. I mean, that's like bringing in somebody from the Red Sox to play for the Yankees. You know what I mean? It's right. It's a good point. Uh, so Rogue One. Let's get to that. Yeah, this is sacrilege if it's true. I don't think they'd be okay. First of all, the the headline is uh, Rogue One: A Star Wars Story may not have an opening crawl. Now, I'm going to say this. First of all, how hard could it be to write an opening crawl? And I get why... Well, they're not the most well-written pieces of writing. No, anyway. and they're not. And at the same time... But it's tradition. It It is tradition, but the reason that people are, uh, um, are getting this is because it actually happens at the same time episode four happens. But it's like... Well, just before. Or just before, but like, why can't you write an opening crawl for the film? Like, well, just say... basically, the opening crawl for episode four is Rogue One story. I Well, okay, but... You still have to have it, right? Oh, I agree. That would be like if the camera didn't pan down after know, the opening right? crawl. It only happened one time, right? If you had a Star Wars movie <laughs> without any wipes. Uh, it was funny because I was watching Force Awakens a bunch of times at the end of the school year. And that one. Well, then there was the swirly one with the smoke. <laughs> anyway. All right. So it, it, I agree. It would be sacrilege if it didn't happen. Um, I don't think the reasons for not doing it outweigh the reasons for doing it. So right. do it. Don't be dumb. So I mean, there's a different. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's funny for all for all the discussions we get into about fan service. Yeah. On what's fan service and what's not fan service. This would be a fan disservice. It's oh, yeah. They're expecting that they wouldn't get. Could you imagine if it just said Star Wars and the movie started? Or if, like most movies, the movie started and then they did like the Marvel ch- 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 thing. Yeah, or it was something, like, you know? it was, I mean, but you know, it's kind of funny. Is like when we went into Force Awakens, we knew we weren't going to get the Fox fanfare, right? And well, so, that. yeah, I know, but we knew that going in. Right. This one, it's it's so weird. I mean, it's what you would still expect, right? Mon Mothma has a significantly larger role in Rogue One than the Return of the Jedi. You could kind of expect it. It makes sense. And I'm going to leave it there because we messed up Mon Mothma before. Yes, and um, I'm going to be nice to Mon. I like her. I love Mon Mothma. She's really cool. She still is. Okay. And this is going to Legends. So it's yeah. not canon. No, she was great in those. But still, one of my favorite scenes is she gets poisoned. In, oh, yeah. I can't remember which book it is. I know. It was. Um, I don't remember the book, but I remember. But it, it really it, it was the, the book when I finally realized that there's so many different kinds of Jedi. You're not all Jedi Knights, right? And there's one who is a medical Jedi. And she literally was just standing there with a bowl next to her fingers and was pulling out the poison. So badass. One molecule at a time. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. my God. No, that's and that's why you realize that Leia is like a diplomatic Jedi. Right. I wish that they would... They really need to delve into that. And I, I really I hope, hope they, they do. do with episode eight when yeah. we're going to start learning about the Jedi Academy. Oh, for sure. Oh, well, we we hope. We yeah. hope <laughs> that they have to talk about all the different types of Jedi. Yeah, you would think. Um, so this, I I don't know if we want to talk about this week, but uh, we talked about last week how we uh, – uh, what am I trying to say? Forrest Whitaker. Uh, Forrest Whitaker's character was pulled from the Clone Wars. Yes. And so there's an article up on comicbook.com saying five more Star Wars, the Clone Wars characters who should jump to live action. So uh, – Ahsoka. Well, obviously, Ahsoka. We mentioned that last week. That's the first one. And right. 
obviously that's something that should and probably will happen. Rex is a is also another given, I think. Um, I'm not familiar with this character, the Mandalorian, um, because I didn't get that far into it. Her name is Bo Katan uh Kariz, I guess. Um she was voiced by Katie Sackoff, so done. Yeah. I'm in. They, I say get Katie Sackoff in the movies in some way, shape, or form. Oh, absolutely. But they also need to bring in more Mandalorians more than just right. the Fets. I agree. Um there is Chom Sindula. Um and he uh I'm trying to remember I remember he was oh yes. He is he shows up in Rebels because he's Hera's father. Yeah, and you know, this is a great thing about um about Clone Wars and and Rebels especially is that pretty much in the in the cinematic Star Wars universe whenever you see Twi'leks you think Bib Fortuna right or dancers right you don't actually see like warriors and stuff I'm like there are so many people or so many um Twi'leks yeah that are badass well and he was also in Lords of the Sith which is a great novel um he was also in that too right and the last one here is Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad Bane's a no-brainer. Which would be amazing to see. Uh, so yeah, man, I'm I'm with all of those. So and if they happen, and then of course what I'm really hoping for is that because Rebels is even closer to it. Yeah, I mean you know that Rebels has got to butt up against Rogue One. Yeah, it has to. I really want to. I want to see, see the transition. <laughs> I want to see an adult Ezra. Yeah, oh, that'd be sick. Like a full Jedi Knight Ezra. So I I'm I don't want to spend too much time on this next one, but there was another article on comicbook.com. Yeah, I actually almost put this in there. Well, it, and I'm not we're not going to go through the whole thing, but it basically is a history of Star Wars most killer droids because we were we were talking about um uh Alan Tudyk's character, the the right. droid that's coming in Rogue One. So, yeah. um you know, it's got IG88 and a bunch of other ones in here. So okay, definitely you check know what that my out. favorite one is Zeros though. The Zeros? one from the uh the Darth Vader comic. Oh, the yeah, protocol yeah. droid um, that has a bloodthirst. What's his name? They call him Zeros. It's three. It's um. Yeah, but what's his call? I'm trying to remember his number. Anyway, of course, HK 47s in here from Kotor and everything else. So obviously, this enco- encompasses, uh, you know, canon, not canon, legends, all that. Right. So anyway, all right, dude. So this was also pretty cool. Harrison Ford recorded new Han Solo dialogue for Lego star Wars. Yeah. And this just shows that even though, yeah, he wanted Han Solo to die and he has for decades, he's still on board with the universe. Right. He has to be. And this is uh, Lego star Wars, the force awakens, which we have talked about, which is coming out. Uh, by the end of the summer. I think. Yeah. I think sometime this summer, uh, with 200 plus characters, 80 vehicles and creatures, um yeah so this uh, i think i'm gonna get this game for the kids it does say xbox 360 so i think i'm gonna get it pick it up done yeah i really need to get in uh, get a uh, uh console you do something again. i'll say <laughs> moving on i flipping uh, hate you <laughs> i have one oh we have we each have a merchandise thing i'm gonna put mine in here first dude it is really cool this is cool and and this is i didn't i guess is the best way, place to put this uh although it's not necessarily Star Wars. No, and actually, I, I I'm going to be posting these on Pinterest later today. Yeah, it's, but they're they're basically they're superhero bookshelves. Oh, they're so cool. They're, this one here is uh the Superman, Superman S. Uh, let me see what some of the other ones are real quick. The House of L symbol. Right. Uh, Wonder Woman. I see. Uh, it's not let me click on it. Yeah, but Wonder. There's a couple different Wonder Womans. A Shield one. Yeah, those are sick, dude. 
Yeah, they're all really cool. And I love bookshelves. It's kind of subtle, too, almost. Yeah. You know? Which is kind of cool. Subtle geekdom. Well, not so subtle if you know what you're looking at. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> all right, so what's this other one? Um, Hot Wheels, is they're releasing a prototype Hot Wheel for Star Wars Celebration. Mm. And it's a Boba Fett car. That thing's disgusting. And it looks pretty darn cool, especially since it's all white and Boba Fett's all white. and Yeah. It's really cool looking. It's like a hot rod slave one almost. Kind of looks like a Batmobile a little. A little bit. That's sick. But it looks very cool. Um, So we might have to have uh, Jess see if she can get one for us at Cyrus Celebration. You hear that, Jess? God. Got to be more useful than those bad feeling guys. Oh, my God, dude. I know, they were right? talking smack last week, bro. So much smack. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> We hate you guys. No, we don't. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, no, well, a little bit. No. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll figure. We'll figure it out. Future us. We'll figure it out. Future us. We'll figure it out. Today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn twenty five dollars of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Joinzipcar.com slash the usual and earn twenty five dollars of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. All right, so let's get to our last section. Round it up. Yeah, it's time for the usual roundup and focusing on conventions as we will for the next month or so. Ton of convention. We have three weeks to Comic Con. Three weeks to Comic-Con. Three freaking weeks. So since we have three weeks to Comic-Con, um, I've got, you know, a dozen links in here. It, it, as usual, uh, it'll go pretty quick. I'll try to keep it to, you know, 10 minutes or so. But um, a lot of it is is panel changes and uh, and merchandise and some announcements of, of, of things coming. So uh, this first one is uh, there's some room and venue changes. So just so people know, and I think we did talk about this a little bit last time, but I wanted to uh clarify this so they've kind of clarified what is happening with the the new venue at the marriott and so it says for the grand ballroom there's about half of the space which will see about seat about 1500 people which hasn't been announced for anything um so they were trying to figure out because there's two rooms and they're trying to figure out how they were going to divide it up so really what it comes down to i'll tell you i'll read through what they're going to be using the other things for in a second but that room is 1500 that's a pretty good size it is um yeah, that, that, that puts it right up there with, with ballroom 20, I think. Uh, yeah, I think 20 is and a, about, is about that. Indigo, I think is like 2,500. Uh, ballroom 20, I think is around 2,000. So yeah, it's up there for sure. Um, okay. So Marriott Marquis, San Diego, Marriott Hotel. So anime. So they're going to have grand ballrooms one through four. Uh, attending, attendee registration international badge pickup is going to be, uh, Pacific 14 through 19. Um, they're going to have CCI IFF. That's a film festival in Pacific 23. Uh, Comic-Con merch at Pacific 26. Comic-Con creator connection um, at the Santa Rosa room. I don't know what any of these are, but this is just how they're splitting it up. Right. They have a fan culture room in, in Pacific 24. They're going to have films in Marina Ballroom D. Um, games. And some of these are are places where they've had stuff before. Obviously, because they've had the gaming stuff right. there before. So there's going to be games in the Marina Ballroom in the South Tower, Hospitality Suite. Uh, I think that's always, and the Nintendo Lounge are in the same spots. And the Playback Room, um, which I think they've always had, is in the Grand Ballroom 6. And then they'll have volunteer registration in Pacific 21. So there, there's a lot going on there. And it helps that it's right next door to the convention center. Um, and now they have that new addition. I think that's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. This, I think, is my favorite Comic-Con announcement of the week. Okay? And I okay. put it at the top for a reason. Nickelodeon goes 90s retro with San Diego Comic-Con panels, booth, and more. Okay? So, 
If you the, the the first line is amazing. If you were a child anywhere in the '90s, your San Diego Comic Con is about to get a whole lot more exciting. So Nickelodeon is going very retro this year in this year's San Diego Comic Con with panels dedicated to iconic '90s series like all that, um, Hey Arnold, Legends of the Hidden Temple, and more. Um, you know they're remaking Legends of the Hidden Temple. Are they really? They are. Oh my god, that's amazing. No wonder they're doing it. so. And booth forty one thirteen. Uh, they're also gonna have an eighteen hundred square foot dedicated to uh the network's heyday so like legends of hidden temple there's gonna have a virtual reality 360 experience they're gonna have a live um oh and yeah it talks about take you into the world of the upcoming live action movie a life-size replica of hey arnold uh they're gonna have double dare (laughs) oh my Uh, gosh double dare double dare photo op I always wanted to be in Dolan. They're going to have a retail area where attendees can purchase a a variety of uh, exclusive Nick and uh, the Splat and 90s themed gear. They're also going to have autograph signings throughout the weekend with the cast of all that, SpongeBob SquarePants, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles voice talent, and Legend of Hidden Temple and more. And let's see what else. There's going to be heck of panels, dude. I would be totally impressed if they brought back Alanis Morissette from uh, You Can't Do That on Television. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, so anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, being a child of the 80, uh, 90s, um, that's, yeah, that, that's where it's at. So I'm going to definitely check that out. Um, so we also have some announcements about, um, okay. So this is one of the under, under the tents articles from unofficial blog. And they basically kind of run through a bunch of stuff. They're Lego, Assassin's Creed, Supergirl, Conan. Um, so there's news on Conan tickets. Uh, Supergirl, Assassin's Creed, Shannara Chronicles, which I still haven't watched. I keep forgetting about that. Oh, the voice actors from um, Assassin's Creed are going to be at Comic-Con in the booth as well. Oh, very cool. Um, and stuff like that. I was really hoping for news about the off-site uh, Assassin's Creed thing, and I haven't heard anything yet. Yeah. Um, I meant to send these guys a, a, a message and ask me if they've heard anything about it, because I definitely want to do that this year. The bigger news, before we get to the biggest news, I think... Is that the WB just to solidify what we talked about last yeah, week? Yeah, and I forget what day is our uh, Hollywood Babylon? Third Saturday. It's Saturday? Why? Because the entire run of the Berlantiverse shows are all Saturday. Of course they are. So, of course, this is the problem with Comic Con. You have to figure out what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we, but that's fortunately, dude, that show is not until like 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock? And we'll know Thursday how early we have to line up to get a seat right. like a good seat right so i say we go real early thursday see how it plays out and then right. kind of push it on saturday but but yeah so 21 shows coming from the cw yeah but if you if you look at saturday night's uh, run i think it starts at like three o'clock in the afternoon it's a good saturday here saturday yeah um vampire diaries well, blind spot blind spot at noon go see but then the originals skip, lucifer skip the, skip gotham at 2 supergirl okay, starting at 3 30 you've got supergirl then legends of tomorrow then the flash and arrow then arrow and then riverdale well, we can bail riverdale yeah skip riverdale that. but i yeah. want the other ones well let's do it dude that's that's our saturday right there yeah i mean in just okay so the the upside about these things dude is you know they always bring all the people they do they you know you know homeboy's gonna be there um steven amell is gonna be there yeah, Melissa um Weiss. yeah i mean oh, it's gonna be and it looks like most uh, this is all ballroom t- no indigo ballroom nope it's ballroom 20 i think ballroom 20 oh shoot no it's oh, okay the ones gotham. we want the ones we want to yeah. see are ballroom 20 the other gotham ones oh indigo that scared ballroom. me so gotham uh lucifer the originals and all that yeah. that is an indigo ballroom and blind spot yeah okay but the berlanti verse stuff is all because you know they're they're all going to be coming up on the stage for their other things indeed yep 
So they're all going to be in the same room. But yeah, totally. I, that's definitely, that's like my one half to so far. All right. Is to go see that run. Done and done. Okay, so Netflix. And there's a, a lot of drama around this. Because this is big. Netflix never comes to San Diego Comic-Con. From I listened to their their podcast earlier today. It turns out they go to a lot of other cons, but there was some weird beef or something with San Diego or CCI in particular, right. and they never go to any of their cons. This is the change. So this year they're going. Netflix is going to bring Luke Cage. Nice. And I don't know when this is happening. Bring I, the pilot. I just got so excited, dude. Uh, now the question is, will Luke Cage be the only Netflix panel or will we also get um, Sense8, which is something people are asking about, which I haven't watched yet. Um, Luke Cage. Let's see what else. Uh, it doesn't say when or where any of it's happening. This will mark the first official Netflix panel at San Diego Comic Con. And although there was a Sense8 panel last year with co-creator J. Michael Sarinsky, he made it clear at the time that Netflix did not approve of the panel whatsoever, <laughs> which I think is actually pretty funny. And again, um, we're gonna get uh, Luke Cage on September 22nd, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. All right, dude. Um, that was a big announcement. The rest is pretty quick. Orphan Black's coming back. It is. They're actually they're going to be doing a, a farewell panel to Orphan Black, yeah. which we saw them last year, mm-hmm. um, because it's already been announced that season five is going to be the final season. Well, we saw them at the offsite at um, Legendary. Legendary. Yeah. yeah, Legendary. And then uh, there's also going to be an intro panel for Dirk Gently's uh, Holistic Detective Agency. Indeed. Which, if you don't know, is a series of books written by um, Douglas Adams. I do now. Yeah, he wrote, uh, it was a, a two-book series called uh, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency and A Long Dark Tea Time for the Soul. Cool, man. Uh, so Fox announces San Diego Comic-Con 2016 panel. So this is an update. Fox. Fox, Fox, Fox. What do you think? Oh, well, we talked about this last week because we they're going to be having Prison Break and they're going to be having um, Bob's Burgers and Bones and, and Archer and Sale. So I'm trying to think of what's different because Rocky Horror Picture Show we talked about, Exorcist, Yeah, but they've Queens. actually get, they're giving days here. I oh, think. yep, yep, that's what they're doing. So they're doing an update on the days. So Saturday, okay, so Friday, Bones, Bob's Burgers, Salem, Exorcist, Scream Queens. Thursday is Rocky Horror Picture Show. Saturday, Simpsons, Family Guy, American Dad, Son of Zorn, and Last Man on Earth. Really want to see that last man on earth one. <laughs> yeah, but it's at the same time I know, as the, the other ones. But if you look what's it what's an indig- but look at what Family Guy is. Ballroom twenty. Oh, it is. Right before American Dad, right before Supergirl. So the uh, the cool thing is if we get there late this is kind of a side note, but if we get there late to this, these rooms will clear a little bit before mm-hmm. um American Dad too. Or after American Dad probably. Anyway, we'll see. And then um Oh, and then there's the uh, on Sunday. There's gonna be a Fox Action Showcase, Prison Bank, and Legan uh, Twenty Four Legacy. Twenty Four Legacy. Cool. All right, dude. Um, there's gonna be some big reveals. Brian Fuller says for Star Trek. Well, yeah. I and, mean, we've already said this is gonna be like the year Star Trek at, and they're at and they're basically talking about the new TV shows. What they're yeah, talking about. yeah. So that's cool. Tom Hiddleston is coming. Yeah, but he's coming for I Kong. Know. He's coming for Kong Skull Island, which I'm meh. But anyway, it's gonna be in Hall H, which is gonna be huge. Yeah. That's that's the other thing for that. Um, so some other things. THR is confirming that they're going to have panels for Vikings, Bates Motel, and Van Helsing. Yeah, I remember Vikings having a huge banner on uh, Petco Park last year. Yeah, so. they had a lot of presence the last couple of years. So. They, they did. Vikings is a very big cult following. Indeed. Uh, so also we have... I'm afraid, I, I didn't open this because I was afraid what this was because... 
It, it just so the way it sounds, but this is yeah. that movie. So anyway, uh, Sandy Okamakan to turn into a sausage party. Okay. So we all know that movie sausage party's coming. Yeah. So Seth Rogen and, uh, I forget who else is in doing it. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Either. But it's an R rated. Oh, Mike, anim- Michael Sarah, Salma Hayek, Edward Norton. Yeah. It's an R rated animated movie. Paul Rudd, Jonah Hill, Kristen Okay, and the Wig. funny thing about this is evidently, you know, Finding Dory opened up this last week and at some screening around the country, and a red band trailer for Sausage Party came on before Finding Dory. That's so funny, dude. Uh, but it looks like they we might get a special er- early release of the film during Comic-Con. Ooh, interesting. They haven't said when, but it seems like uh, Rogan is confirming, saying, yeah, maybe you will. Well, it's not confirming. It's saying maybe, but... Word. It's more than not. All right. Um, so some exclusive stuff. Uh, I I'm just gonna. We'll yeah, just, you just go through the companies that are releasing their exclusives. Yeah. So uh, we have Toy Tokyo, which had some pretty cool pops um, that had to do with. I believe this is the one that had to do with Suicide Squad, or was this a different one? Let me just see real quick. Oh, this was the Batman sixty six one. That looks oh, very super, cool. Oh, super the Batmobile. Cool. Yeah, that looks amazing, doesn't it? That does look cool. Uh, so there's that. Then we have Super 7, um, which actually, and I, the reason I put this one in here is on the latest episode of uh, the Unofficial Blog podcast, they had this guy who uh, runs Super 7 right. um, on the show talking about exclusives and oh, the cool. exclusives he makes and stuff like that. A lot of aliens, um, He-Man, stuff like that. So definitely check that out. I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Gentle Giant, of course, has announced some of their exclusives. And, of course, Gentle Giant is ridiculous. There's a Phasma. Um, I don't know who this is. But it's, I mean, there's oh, a Warcraft. Warcraft character, Rocket, uh, Spider-Gwen. Uh, yeah, no, this is this is pretty cool. And we talked about this last week, I believe. Skybound and some other ones did some exclusives. No, these are exclusive oh, these are, pins. These are pins. Yeah, these Ooh. are exclusive pins. Instead Nifty. of the, Yeah, last week we talked about their uh, their weaponry. These are pins. Very cool. And you know me, I like pins. So yeah, no, that, that they're cool pins. Yep. Uh, what uh, else? Do we Entertainment have Earth. Oh uh, yeah, they have their exclusives, which I put this in here because I thought I saw something cool. I thought, yeah. Yeah, and a red arm C3PO. <laughs> yeah, I saw something cool. That's booth 2343. If only I could afford it and or got there in time. Oh, I know, right? That is going to be it's probably gone. like seven. Oh, <laughs> well, there'll be enough. They'll just all be gone. Uh, Funko, of course, announced their next wave. Uh, has some underwater Batman from Suicide Squad, which is cool. Um, Funko has been putting a wave out every other day, it feels like. I but, know, right? Um, and Big Bang Theory, this one I thought was pretty cool too. Yeah, they're, they're releasing Big Bang Theory, uh, action figures, but <laughs> as them dressed in Star Trek cosplay. Oh, they look great, dude. Of course, Spock with the, uh, yep, with the Sheldon eyebrows. Sheldon Spock with yeah. the eyebrows. That's awesome. Um, this one's very cool. Uh, yeah. The Sci-Fi Channel is. I mean, there's going to be a lot more places that are doing coverage of Comic Con. I mean, it used to be G4 would have some coverage. Each each channel would have some coverage. When G4 was a thing. <laughs> yeah, when G4 was a thing. Um, but uh, Screen Junkies just came out, and that they're actually having free streaming coverage on the Screen Junkies website. Right. Um, if you go and register, but then uh, Will Arnett is going to be hosting Sci-Fi's coverage, and it's called Sci-Fi Presents Live from Comic-Con. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yes. All right. And just as a last thing in here, um, ooh, right before the hour mark, we're exciting. Uh, oh, we had a little break in there, but it's okay. Uh, 
I, I love Tony Kim because especially like every week now, he'll put out something like prepping for Comic-Con. Right. His posts are great. Um, definitely check out this post I put in. It's three weeks till Comic-Con, seven ways to prepare. Some no-brainer stuff, but also stuff I liked was, <coughs> excuse me, outside of the like, oh, are you going to cosplay or not? The main thing was if you're going with friends, like we're meeting up with people, figure out what everybody wants to do right. so you don't get separated for long periods of time. Or if you are going to get separated, make you sure you, you figure out where you're going to meet up and when um, and that kind of thing. Using, I thought that was Using cool. Disney lingo, uh, um, find a hub. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, having a list, figure out, of course, having a plan B, how to do offsite events and stuff like that. So it's really, it's don't a cool post. A poster tube. Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely something to, to, to check out. So cool, man. Um, so let's wrap up this, this little gem here. Yeah. Uh, so do we want to talk about what we're talking about soon? TM? Uh, well, we're going to be recording today also a, uh, an episode of uh, Real Reviews. Right. Um, we're going to be talking about... That may uh, come out before or after this, but we'll see. Yeah, we're going to be uh, talking about Now You See Me Too, which I went and saw. Oh, you did see that? Yeah, I did. Cool. Uh, and uh, we were thinking about talking about uh, Independence Day Resurgence, but neither one of us have seen it yet. I heard it's not that good. I know. It's getting really bad reviews. <laughs> it's hard for me to see movies, and I'm like, uh, it sounds terrible. Maybe we'll watch it on video and then talk about it. But there <laughs> is a, a whole bunch of uh, movie news that we will be releasing, so oh, check sure. that out. Cool, man. And we have our one-shots coming up at some point, too. Um, we'll yeah, we'll be talking about Han. We'll be talking about Rebirth. We'll be talking about the Force Awakens comic uh, version. Yep. Exactly. Yep, exactly. And I think that's it. Should I awkwardly stare at you or should I close it out? <laughs> and the mic comes towards me. All right. So thanks for tuning in to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at the usual podcast.com. Email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com and find us on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, and Swotor Network. I am Will Griggs is the place you can send all your hate mail. That is Will. At Darth Pops <laughs> is me on Twitter. Uh, we're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play. Find us, uh, share us, like us, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, hang out on our Facebook page, Instagram. I'm trying to post more stuff. Um, so definitely check us out on social media. Um, if you want to support the show, definitely patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give us a buck or two an episode. I have some cool Patreon uh, rewards coming. I'm going to start releasing things via Dropbox, I think, early since we're recording more things. So as I edit them, I'm going to start putting them in a Dropbox for some people. Cool. So if you're a patron, you'll be, you'll be getting early access to our shows. And the other thing I'm working on, and this is a uh, Patreon exclusive as well, I'm going to be working on a blooper reel, or at least segments of our blooper reels, because every episode I put aside our bloopers. So if you want to hear, times I swear, <laughs> if you want to hear all the madness that I cut out of the show, um, this will be the time to, to hit up on Patreon. So if you want to have access to some of that shenanigans or early access to shows, uh, definitely do that. And of course, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast, get a free book. Anything else? Just say it so we can go. Have a fun. All right. We'll see y'all next week. I knew you were going to say that, you son of a goat. Son of a goat.